You're listening to episode number 380 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Tony, are you still doing Wills? Where, 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 where did I, I come up with the idea that you do Wills? Yeah, yeah. That would matter of fact. Before I left uh, private practice, uh, estate planning was almost ninety five percent of my practice. That's something we got to do. I swear, we got to get off our ass. What and do that. what prompted that? I mean, I agree, we do. But what prompted that? I have thought to pop into your head. Are you, are you planning on offing me? So you want to make sure everything's tied up and ready to go? <laughs> I'm, I'm not nearly clever bow. enough to pull that off. <laughs> or is it because you know I'm getting older and you're like, oh, she could croak. Maybe I need to make sure everything's set no, up. No, none of these things. It's just <laughs> something that popped into my head. Okay. <laughs> no, I do agree, but I think you have to have an attorney that's licensed in your state. I don't know that your friend can put one together for you. I could be wrong. No, it's especially just because, uh, you know, every state has their own little idiosyncratic, uh, you know, riffs on, mm-hmm. on a state planning. For example, in the state of Michigan, you cannot by law, you cannot 100 uh, percent exclude your spouse from your estate plan. If if you mm-hmm. hate your spouse so much that you don't want to leave them even a dollar, uh, you have to divorce them. You, so, you cannot. Wait, so even if like, let, like, let's say you had a couple that got married in life and he has mm-hmm. kids and she has kids and mm-hmm. from their first marriage and they decide, well, you know, if the husband goes, he's like, I, no offense, wife, I don't, you've got your own money. I don't want you to get anything. I want to leave it all to my kids. You still can't do that? Uh, in that, if, if that is the situation, you would need either a pre or post nuptial agreement to do something like that. Huh. That seems so, scary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we, so, we do need to get that done. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, listen, you know, quite frankly, and I am not trying to um, bang the drum on estate planning, but because, like I said, I'm not looking for work here, but it's one of those things where I, a lot of times I would tell people, actually, sometimes death is the easy part. You surviving is the hard part. Mm-hmm. And what I meant by that is um, folks that don't have power of attorney documents. So you've got somebody laid up in a hospital and you, can't make any sort of medical decisions on that person's behalf. Um, you know, then you got to go to court and you've got to, uh, you know, petition the probate court to get named as a guardian and conservator of your spouse's spouse's needs and whatnot. Um, and that's where particularly so even if you're married, you need a you need a power of attorney. Oh yeah, 
in most most uh, hospitals are going to want some sort of power of attorney document to say that indeed this is the person who should be making those sorts of end of life decisions. Now mm. with this with a spouse, you know, it's going to be a little bit easier. But where it, things get into a quite a sticky wicket is when it's um, a parent whose spouse has passed away, and now you've got three or four kids right. all fighting over who should make end of life decisions for mom. Right. So yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There's your uh, there is your your dose of uh, estate planning. Uh, <laughs> See, we are we don't give you just Vegas news. You never know what you're going to get. Lessons. Just just life tune lessons. in. You never know something is going to be relevant to you. Right. Well, listen. Why don't we start the show? He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with random Vegas. Ninety-eight percent of MGM Resort salaried employees got the COVID vaccination by the October fifteenth deadline. Only 90 employees nationwide decided to quit due to the mandate. We got that from at Las Vegas locally. Wow. Only 90 nationwide. Yeah. I that's, was really surprised by that, too. That's a small number. Because you hear so much about it. But, you know, like, here's here's really their first opportunity to go, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm standing up for this. I'm not getting right. a goddamn shot. Wow. Yeah. Next up, the twit pick of the week. I love this picture, but it isn't inspiring a monologue. I think the only thing I miss at today's Cromwell is Barbary Coast's exterior neon. But I can't lament about it when you consider what significant renovations did to it. It's definitely better off. It may have to do, or it may have remarkably more douches in it, but for the most part, they're standing in a line off <laughs> the side to get to the pool. Hey, what do you know? The picture by at loss underscore when did inspire a monologue. <laughs> I just kept Love looking it. at this one going, I feel... Uh, it's a really cool picture. Inspiration, come on. I mean, it's... it's, And I think the neon makes Barbary Coast look much... Vegasy. Right, very Vegasy, and yeah. And not as much of a... You know, let's face it, it was a little rough at the end, you know, before yeah, they did the was. renovation on it. And it doesn't look rough in this picture, which is nice. Um, but I will say that when you when you look at the neon... And on the, the far right side, that rounded sort of bulb, when you think about it, that's where the Giada's windows now are. Right, they have right. that awesome view kind of of that corner and a little bit of the fountains right. and all I that. I agree. I totally um, agree. It, it's really kind of cool. But yeah, this is it's a cool picture. Well, and uh, the only thing I'll chime in to add is to say the outside of it certainly makes it looks makes it look much more beautiful and tantalizing than how it was inside. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was a nice way to, yeah, I, right. I agree with you. I was going that way, but you said yeah. it much more eloquently than I did. Well, as always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Made in Vegas closes. Echo en Vegas, Mexican Grill at MGM Grand is closing in the next few weeks after eight years at the property. Vital Vegas reports that it will be replaced by Diego, another Mexican restaurant. Diego's is expected to reopen winter of 2021. This is a bummer. This, this is makes what me we sad. considered uh, some of the best Mexican. It was really good, and I'm disappointed we haven't been back. Now I'm, I'm kind of thinking we need to try to hit it before it closes right. again. You um, work that out with your buddy Alistair. I don't know that we can squeeze in any more food. Um, in, in There's the only dates. so many meals in a day that that society will not. Well, yeah, well, and and you can't. 
Not like you don't want to have a big breakfast, lunch, and then go to a dinner because that's just too much. So, <laughs> but then even even the dinners, and, and you have to sort of space those out and, and mix up the different types of cuisines because you don't want to do like say Asian two nights in a row. That would just be too much. So you have to <laughs> rotate them in there. Um, Mexican. This would have been a good one to add to the rotation, but yeah. uh, now we should we should try to get there one more time this is this was probably some of the more authentic Mexican that I think Mark's ever eaten yeah and he liked it yeah um, and I just remember and again this was before you know pre-COVID but I just remember our waiter was so knowledgeable about the menu about the different tequilas that they offered well, he was really passionate about working there he was like he, he really like he knew the chef and yeah um, and had worked with him. I mean, of course, he knows whatever. the chef. He works there, but <laughs> well, not always. <laughs> he was I mean, an advocate for the for the. And he was a great representation of it yeah. too. I mean, I do, I do think that because he was asking us questions about what we liked and what we didn't, and was recommending not only food but the the different types of tequilas and stuff to go with it. So it was it was a great experience. I'm kind of I'm sad to, to see this one's going. Yeah. Mm. Well, talk to us about the EDC issues. Electric Daisy Carnival had its rescheduled event last weekend, and multiple complaints came out against the on-site accommodations. I didn't even know they had on-site accommodations. I kind of like that, except you'd think you'd never get any sleep. It's then. camping, yeah. uh, basically. On a, I mean, they're intense. Yeah. Specifically, missing amenities originally listed as part of the purchase price, like running water and oh. AC units. Oh, come on. Oh. EDC issued a last-minute communication to ticket holders that stated the promised AC units would not be available due to the cooler temperatures forecast. Running water was only a temporary issue due to a burst water main. People paid thousands of dollars for these, by the way. Can you imagine paying thousands of dollars and thinking mm-hmm. you're getting running water and AC and you show up and you don't have either one? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is almost like a fire festival 2.0. <laughs> Yuck. Also, uh, a ticket holder at, at EDC was arrested after making terrorist threats on social media regarding fentanyl balloons. For those that don't know, and I didn't, fentanyl is a powdery synthetic opioid, which is lethal at two milligrams for the DEA. Uh, the man was apparently upset that he didn't get a refund for his ticket after it was rescheduled, even though organizers say they have a record of a refund back in May of 2020. <laughs> Las Vegas PD reported 43 misdemeanors, 34 felonies, and six DUIs at this year's event. I wish they would keep track of that every year. You to know, see. Or, or that, because that would be fun. <laughs> does to, it go up? Does it go down? Right. But you'd also have to then compare it to the number of people that attended, because I feel like they, they didn't sell as many tickets this year, but I could be wrong, because it, the pictures I saw still looked crowded as hell. Yeah. I, I have no uh, opinion about it one way or the other. <laughs> I've been there. I, I accidentally uh, went to Vegas one year, and it's been quite a few years at this point, but I accidentally went to Vegas one year and stayed downtown Las Vegas the same time EDC was going on. And don't get me wrong, for the 18, 19, 21-year-old females that want to walk around with basically nothing on, beautiful yeah, right. eye candy. Good for you. We encourage this. <laughs> but um, it was, it, it, I don't ever 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 want to um do that again that See, was a- i i would i would go to edc if there were a like like i could just hop in and hang out for as long as i'm comfortable hanging out and then and then just get the hell out but that's not the case it's the monstrous there's so many people there there's so many people there it's it's crazy we actually we had a friend who went for the first time and she went because her 20 20- Two-year-old, twenty-one-year-old daughter wanted to go, yeah, I don't know. and 
she basically said, there, there's no way I'm letting you go by yourself. So she tagged along. And the pictures it looked like she was having a grand old time. I haven't reached out to her yet to see if she has recovered. I just um, assume everyone's on E. At, at no, they're all, they're all on something. I mean, if nothing else, it's a contact buzz. Well, at that, that well and that's what I wonder. Like, how many of these misdemeanors and felonies were actually just drug or, or alcohol related? Just 100%. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, lastly, talk to us about the Fountain Blue update. New owners of the Fountain Blue, which includes the original owner of the project, now partnered with Coke Industries, say that they will have an update on the project November 9th. Recently, Marriott backed out of the project, but existing ownership say that they will take over running the property once it opens. Rumors are that they plan to mostly follow the original structural plan for the project. Progress on the project has been dormant since 2009. The goal is said to be open by the time Vegas hosts the Super Bowl in 2024. Hmm. Despite its extended state of unfinished, the structure is described as being in good shape. No problems with rust or anything that you would think would be problematic for a building that's gone through what Fountain Blue has gone through. That's an ambitious goal to be ready for the Super Bowl in early 2024. Well, if, if sure. let's see if we start now. And you're already 70% done. And if you, can, if you can keep as much, I mean, you'd have to be able to keep a ton to, to do it. Um, right. But I find it interesting that Marriott backed out, but they're saying that Marriott will still run it once it opens. No, Marriott won't still run it. No. They, they'll now, the people who are behind it, the Fountain Blue and Coke Industries, oh. they'll, they'll end up well, uh, It's not like they're going to take over running it. They, they, do, they have to run it because nobody's running it now. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everyone's like, no thanks. <laughs> I, I hope it happens. I, I I really, really hope it happens. I, I'm just excited about this opportunity. I, I just want the North Strip to build itself back up. Yeah. I, without going on too much of a tangent, I'm just going to say, having recently rewatched uh, Vegas Vacation, you know, I caught it on like Pop Network or E or, you know, something like that. And mm-hmm. and that, the, the, that first... 15 minutes, 20 minutes into the, into the movie where they've landed and they're taking the limo and you just see all of those casinos that were there at that time. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just, God, I just, I really want to see more. I just want more yeah, casinos agree. on the strip. Yep. All right. Uh, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up the MGM and Westgate vaccination mandate for employees has arrived. Those unable to prove they've been vaccinated will be terminated. Less than 2% of MGM employees chose to quit or were fired. Yeah, I think that was part of our random Vegas. That's my bad. I didn't mean to duplicate information. (laughs) $4.2 million has been raised to proceed with the airport renaming from McCarran to Harry Reid International Airport. The new name was announced in February and was approved by the FAA in June. I still just think this is dumb. It well, is, why aren't we the Las awful. Vegas International? It, right. I mean, or, or, or at least it, it sell the naming rights. Be capitalist about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny because officially it is Harry Reid International Airport. It's just they haven't changed the signage and stuff. That's what this money raise is for. Right. But even like I heard a news story on the local news the other day. They still call it McCarran. Yeah. yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. is calling it Harry Reid. I still Reed. call it McCarran because nobody's going to know what I'm talking about if I say Harry Reid. Right. <laughs> And I think it, I, I hope actually it continues that way. Yeah. I don't care if they change the, ne- the name to that. I, I'd hope it just continue. Everyone just calls it McCarran. I mean, I know your airline ticket's going to change and right. I don't know if they've got a different 
designation. Well, no, they wouldn't have because it's still going to be LAS. But right. Yeah. It's, right. Which I love so much. There is nothing more exciting LAS. than when you see your flight to LAS and you know it's <laughs> Las Vegas. It's just it's it's so it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. I'm I'm still I, surprised. I don't care what you name. I mean, I I think it's stupid. I've said it before. I'll reiterate it very briefly. If you're going to change the airport name because of some person who you found something to have a problem with 60 years later, why don't you think that's going to be the same thing right. in another 60 exactly. years from now? Oh, and Just, I, I guarantee Isn't Harry Reid, yeah, he's, he's semi-controversial, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he used to be the... the um, <sighs> I mean, I hate to say they're doing kickbacks, but, I mean, come on. No, he was the... Um, the not Speaker of the House. Oh, he was the Senate Majority Leader. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, and yeah, so there's there's going to be stuff about him that people are going to find, not, you know, unappealing right. 20 years from now, let right. alone. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. So. And beginning today, the fashion show mall is now dog friendly. Huh, they must have <laughs> been one of the first few that weren't around here. I know, right? I was surprised that that was really the news to me. I'm like, they aren't already. Yeah. Although I, dog friendly certainly seems to be a solution in search of a problem. <laughs> same reason I, you know, I feel the same way though about dogs in casino, dogs and children, in dogs casinos, and children. They, they don't, don't belong, belong in casinos. <laughs> oh, Keep like them me. on a leash if you're going to insist on bringing them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> kids, kids as well is what he's saying, right? <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> well, I mean, quite honestly, people bring their dogs into the grocery stores around here. Yeah, which still amazes the hell out of me, and not like. Some of them will have them in like the little carrier stroller or set them That's in the so little basket of me. the, but some of them just, yeah, have the dogs on a leash, just walking around the grocery store. <laughs> what is happening? I know. I know. <laughs> Speaking of having a bitch on a leash, Celine Dion postponed <laughs> all of her performances at Resort World from November 5th through February 5th due to severe and persistent muscle spasms. Dion expected to re- is expected to resume her world tour on March 9th. Wait, wait, wait. So this isn't postponing. She basically took the engagement that she was supposed to have and just yeah. went... Nah, she's taking, we're yeah, gonna skip that one. But the, yeah, yeah, but then she's gonna go on a world tour after right. that. Yeah, you're right. You got it. My God. I'll tell you what. Holy cow! Did that ever make news? I saw it on Good Morning America. I saw it on the Today Show. I saw it on our local Lansing affiliates. Like this, it, I don't know if it was just a slow news time last <laughs> week, but everybody, and I mean everybody, made this out to be just a giant, like oh my gosh, have you heard about Celine Dion? <laughs> and 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 when you actually listen to the details that, which, you know, good on them, they they truly gave the news after they gave the certain sort of clickbaity headline, headline of it. Yeah. They legitimately were, were talking about how, you know, she's got these muscle spasms, she's trying to get this under control, she's trying to figure out me- medically how, you know, what to do here. She's going to be back though she's going to continue doing her shows and i thought this just seems like a, a big to do you know much ado about nothing right yeah. in an attempt to cater to the lunch crowd downtown las vegas is now offering free parking at select garages and metered street parking from 11 a.m to 1 p.m monday to friday the program will continue until december 31st and we will have a link to the map showing all the participating parking lots on the blog that's clever it'll be interesting 
Yeah, I mean, I, I just I think that's a that's a really clever idea to try and drive. It's one of the things I've complained about with downtown. Is oh, the parking's gotten ridiculous down yeah, there. And it's like if I can just park, you know, like that's what prevents me from coming to see you more often is that, you know, if it were still free parking, yeah, I no problem. Yeah. I really tried to take advantage of that free parking. During well, but now it's only a two-hour window that's yeah. free. But well, right, right, but I just mean in that general. Would, that's, that's encouraging, like, oh, what time is it? Oh, shit, it's free parking downtown. Yeah. It's intriguing, though, that they felt as though they needed to lure folks to the downtown area with the free parking when I would have thought, based on where the city hall is and the and the and the courthouse is and whatnot, that that would have already been a somewhat hopping area for that time. You know, case in point, downtown Lansing is at its most busiest uh, during that lunch hour to, you know, or that roughly two hour span, because they knew, they know that the lobbyists, they know that the uh, legislators and their staff, us bureaucrats, you know, it, that's our time to be out and, and going and getting lunch. That's when they make their most money is off that metered parking. And they're trying to churn and burn people to come through, get your car, you know, park your car, pay your parking, get your lunch, get the hell out, then let somebody else come in and pay for, and this is neither here nor there, but Lansing has found out the most ingenious way to get more money out of the same parking spot, which is they no longer have meters. For the longest time, you'd plunk money in a meter, you'd turn the little handle, right? And it would show you how much time you had left on your meter. And if you didn't use it all, you pulled away and left, there was still time on that meter. Somebody arguably could come in, take your spot, and they would still be on your metered time. Now everything is paid through an app. So you type in your uh, driver, um, your vehicle plate mm-hmm. and the section of of parking spots that you're parked in. And as long as that car with that specific uh, license plate number is in their system, when the, the little, you know, ticket agents drive by to see, you know, who's parked in these spots without having paid for it, you can't just take over somebody else's meter that still has money on it. You have to go into the app with your own uh, license plate and put money on the quote-unquote meter so they can get this. So there's been many a time where Hmm. I've had money left on my app, but I left my spot. Somebody else pulls in. They don't get to use it. They have to put their own money in. So Lansing is able to effectively double or triple charge huh. for that exact one parking spot yeah i would imagine this is this is probably most for uh people doing pickup like they like they want their total lunch rush like not necessarily more people there but if if you they know, can fill more to-go orders right, right although quite honestly if you're doing a to-go order like pulling into a parking spot and not paying going in and grabbing it and running off is not an issue right so i do think the, the one part about this that i think is a little weird is is the timing seems short to me Mm. Unless they're really trying to focus people on getting in and out in an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's face it, when I meet somebody for lunch, it never d- goes just an hour. Right. We're always out there longer. So even if you you know, got there early, most restaurants just open for lunch at 11. Right. Um, you're not going to come in and do a late lunch that starts at like 12 or 1230 because the free parking is going to run out. Right. So... Well, that's a downer now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe how long I, I, I and I apologize. I'm I'm eighty percent of the problem. How long I, we were able to make this one bullet point of parking last? 
Fido Vegas is reporting that 107 Sky Lounge at Stratosphere has been closed to accommodate increased demand at the Top of the World restaurant. Happy Hour has been moved up a floor to 108 Drinks. <laughs> That's Wait, it's literally now called 108 Drinks? Yeah. That's the name of the bar on the 8th level. Isn't that where the no, restaurant Mark, is? Jug? Or 108th level. Well, that's actually, Karen, your your question ties into what my question was going to be. Jog my memory on one of our Vegas vacations that we did. We met at a bar at the top of the stratosphere. Right. Was it here at this 108 level? Uh, I don't recall. Just because uh, yeah. uh, um, we specifically chose the property that would allow us to, or it, we, we specifically chose the bar that had this happy hour deal that we were coming for, so I didn't pay attention to uh, if sure. it was 107 or 108. All right. All right. For anybody that's not done it, it is absolutely, even if it's just for cocktails, it's absolutely worth going yeah, in awesome. and checking out and trying. The view is good, and I remember like the, the food and the cocktails being good. Yeah. Yeah. We should try Top of the World. I'm on Top of the World. Sorry. <laughs> it just popped right. an Imagine Dragons in my, a song in my head. <laughs> At Las Vegas Locally reported that $1 billion, that's with a B, $1 billion in cannabis sales produced $159 million in tax revenue that went to Nevada schools in 2021. See, I hope that's legit because for years, all you heard was how, you know, Nevada had the best schools because, you know, they had all all this money going to it. Now they've got the worst. I've never heard anybody say we had the best schools out here. I'm talking like 20 years ago. Oh, well, I don't know. We, we don't pay attention to what's happening to schools now. I, I, well, I, I pay attention to this stuff. From <laughs> well, and the funny thing about this is is it says going to Nevada schools in 2021, which isn't over with yet. Right. So, um, and I, I have heard anecdotally locally that people are like, yeah, they're selling all this cannabis. Supposedly it's all this money for the school districts. Well, where's the money going? Right. Because the school districts are always short on funds for right, everything. Exactly. So if it did go to the school districts and the school districts are saying they still need more money and we still have some of the worst public schools in the country, what the hell is happening? Bobby Flay's fast casual restaurant, Bobby's Burgers, is expanding to Paris and Harrah's. Harris will open inside the Fulton Street Food Court, excuse me, Fulton Street Food Hall this December and Paris will open in March at La Boulevard area. Hmm. Meh. Yeah, see, I got to try because, like, how many things does Bobby Flay make that I would actually eat? And he's known for his burgers. He really is. So, yeah, so. I feel like I got to try. We got to go to Fulton Street, too. We haven't done that in a long time. Where? What is Fulton Street? Fulton Street Food Hall. That giant uh, uh, renovated area that um, it, they had, like, make your own salads. And it was, it was all high-end to go. Oh, I do remember actually thinking that that was pretty good. Yeah. When we stayed there. A while ago. Right. At Las Vegas locally is reporting that per a state government insider, the mask mandate in Clark County will likely go away by mid-November. I hope so. You can't. Come on. Let's, I just, hope let's so. just do it now. Let's just get it over with now. I had heard a rumor the other day that it was going to go through no, or go away November 1st, um, about a week or so ago. And I thought, oh, that would be the best. Agreed. Present ever. Yes. <laughs> Flyover Las Vegas is now offering a 30% discount or locals discount to their new attraction. Regular tickets are $24 for children and $34 for adults. The attraction is located next to the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. 
I still want to try that. Really? Yeah. Just just because I mean, well, I mean, I guess maybe I really just need to go go finally take up the helicopter people on their on their offer. Yeah. <laughs> go go check out the strip. We probably instead of this that. fake flying over it, like why don't I actually fly over it? Right. <laughs> Vital Vegas reports that the wrap around the former St. Regis Tower at Venetian is coming down and construction on the condo tower will resume. Currently, the new working name for the project is the Marco Polo, T- Polo Tower, planned to have 1,100 rooms. I'm just glad that they're that they are not... I'm, sh- I'm shocked. Well, you think they were going to just take it, da- take it down? I, don't, I thought they were going to leave that thing wrapped forever. forever. I, mean, why? <laughs> now, I, I wonder, though, if part of this is, is due to the sale... If it's prompting, well, I can tell you as a Vegas historian, anytime somebody buys a new property, the first thing they want to do is add more rooms. Right. Always. But that that sale hasn't finalized yet, though, right? Uh, I thought that one did. I'm, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some regulatory stuff you're talking about that they haven't signed off on or whatever. Right, but and like the whole official transition hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I, I don't I'm guessing. Th- I don't think so, but they keep making moves as if they are. Well, I, I don't think it'll be an issue. I think it, it will happen. I just, I find it interesting that it, you know, the, the property sells and then all of a sudden this building that's been standing there unfinished and wrapped for more than a decade, yeah. they're now going to start working on. Right. And I wonder how much of that, of what's there, they're going to have to redo versus like Fontainebleau. Well, it's the same time frame, so. Well, it is. Uh, it is. You would hope the materials hold up. You'd hope so. Yeah. Le Cirque at Bellagio has reopened at the property as of October 28th. The Lakeside Restaurant has been closed since the shutdown mandate in March of 2020. Wow, what took them so long to come back? (laughs) I don't know. The female review Sexy at Westgate has closed after more than a thousand performances at the property. Producers of the show say that they are looking for a new venue. I've never okay. seen this. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it's more show news moving around. All right. Casino wins topped $1.1 billion in September, despite having fewer visitors for the month. The LVCVA reported visitation was down 15% below pre-pandemic levels. Which, okay, but what was it, you know, post-pandemic levels? But it was still up a bunch from where it was last year. Well, yeah, you can't count last year. Well, you can't count it pre-pandemic either. You have to. It's your only option. Well, I'm not surprised that we're still lower than pre-pandemic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in fairness to, to the point I think Karen's trying to make is I would be interested in seeing where is this September um, visitation blip on a, on a, you know, on a slight, not a sliding scale, but whatever that sort of plotted the scale. Relative it's scale. 15% below. Yeah. But no, but no what that's he's all saying, relative, though. What he's saying is below if, right. Well, it, it last top, year it's September. No, last month, no, no pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic, levels. so September, oh, well. September before the pandemic, oh, so September we're of twenty nineteen. If we don't move on, <laughs> <laughs> I get you, Tony. You Venetian and I are on the same page. Rolling out new local friendly discounts to or to many other restaurants and bars for the month of November. We'll have a link on the blog for those of you interested in specifics. Some did were up as as high as twenty five percent off. Really? Yeah, I, I would recommend that you and Alistair take a look at that. Yeah. The problem is he's got to go with one of us because he can't. Right. Get of advantage of it, but True. yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. 
are, are you at liberty to share on the podcast exactly how long he plans on being in Vegas? He's European. It's like two weeks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't. It, it's his. It's his plans. I don't want to. I'm not going to say when. I'm not going to say how long. Sure. I don't want to say. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I am excited about the fact that we're finally going to see him, and I'm sure we'll be able to share some info afterwards. But no doubt, um, I'm super excited. No doubt. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Coming attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up is Bruno Mars. He'll be performing at Park MGM for four shows, December 17th and 18th, and then December 30th and 31st. Shows start at 9 p.m. and tickets start at 160. And I, God love the guy. I bet you those are some nose bleed seats and, he, and he's pulling 160 bucks for those seats right. good on him that's that's awesome exactly that's, that's awesome he i'll tell you what he puts on a hell of a show he he is at least when we saw him he was an amazing mm. performer live i don't know if he's more co- or less coked out now than he was then but <laughs> um, the guy can sing and dance and yeah he's he's oh, a hell of awesome. a frontman. Awesome. Bill Burr is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Friday and Saturday, November 19th and 20th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $50. I would see Bill Burr live. Yeah, I would too. Smokey Robinson is performing at the Venetian Theater Friday and Saturday, March 11th and 12th, 2022. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $62. Uh, Wow. Okay. My only, only, only comment about this is. I remember being a very small child and by small child, I'm talking seven, eight, nine years old being dropped off at my grandmother's house for my parents to go see Smokey Robinson (laughs) when he was on tour in South Bend. (laughs) Again, I'm going to, I guess I will drop the good on you uh, at your age in 2021, being able to not only, not only play at the Venetian theater, but have your ticket start at $62 Dude, you're fuck. Even in, even at 92 years old, this guy's more more successful than I am in my heyday. I'm, I'm done. Oh, my life sucks. All right, Metallica is performing at Allegiant Stadium Friday, February 25th, 2022. Show starts at 6 p.m. and tickets start at $132. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Billy Joel is performing at Allegiant Stadium Saturday, February 26th. 2022 show start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $70. Wow. One day you're going from one kind of music to another kind of music <laughs> right? just within a 24 hour time span. Is he somebody you'd be interested in seeing Tony? Uh, not only is he somebody that I'm interested in seeing, I've got fucking tickets to see this jackass in South Bend at the Notre Dame stadium that have been postponed oh. since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, my wife and I were actually in New York city when his tickets went on sale for South Bend and we were in New York City buying tickets for Billy Joel uh, in 2020 and his concert just kept getting pushed out. And frankly, I'm not confident, but I'm fairly certain that this February 
January 26th date in Vegas is before we will end up seeing him in in in, in South Bend. Mm-hmm. Um, and had we not been leaving for for um, France, literally like five days later, four days later, I'm I am confident I would have bought tickets to go see him in Allegiant Stadium because I'm not confident I'm going to see him in South Bend. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And lastly, Bobby Brown, Vanilla Ice, Village People, and Tone Look. Okay, who doesn't belong in that list? Um, I know one of these is not <laughs> like the other one. <laughs> Three of those are from uh, uh, my high school days, and one of those is from before I was born. <laughs> right. Anyway, they're going to be performing at the Fremont Street Experience for New Year's Eve. No word when the concert will start, but tickets are listed for $35. If you think about it, it's maybe they're just trying to diversify the group a little bit more. I mean, so Bobby Brown's more R&B, Vanilla Ice and Tone Loke a little more on the rapper side of things. And then you got the village people, which are the party folks. (laughs) The party folks. You get the, you know, you get the the crowd doing the line dances and the macho man and the YMCA (laughs) and all that, you know, crowd participation. Right. I got to say, I, I have a great deal of respect for the fact that Fremont Street the Fremont Street experience can get away with charging for these concerts merely from the standpoint of for anybody that's ever been on Fremont Street when there's been a concert, you can't not like there's no there isn't Fremont Street experience security being like, divert your eyes. Look away from this concert, you non ticket holders. Close well, your ears and right, no, like you but, can't but, not see these folk. But most of when them, they're playing. So that's the difference. The di- seats are, go ahead. So go ahead. No, I was gonna say the difference is normally yes. I mean, if they do concerts on Fremont Street, they're free. But this is New Year's Eve, yeah, which they barricade means off the they place. right. They barricade it off. They have certain entrance points. Even if you're, I think the only way you can get in is if you can prove you're um, staying at one of the properties. Right. But even then, like once you're inside the property with after a certain time, I don't think they let you out. I don't know. I'm sure they let uh, you out. Yeah, but, that's fair. But you, you definitely sense. have to have a ticket. I mean, they will start clearing. I've seen them start clearing people before as they're getting ready for one of these paid concerts. Huh. So, hmm. yeah. That's, I guess the reason I kind of went on that little bit of a diatribe is I thought those are some pretty great names. I can't believe they're only getting listed at $35. Yeah, 35 bucks for all four of them is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's... Well, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar, which is on the blog. Let's check the river. Like the five communal cards you get in a game of Texas Hold'em, the river can have anything turn up. So is our river segment. This week, we have a 360 Vegas FHE. Now, this is our opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with you. This week, you guys went out and uh, explored the T-Mobile Arena and the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. So... Tell us about your first-hand experience. What was your... So we went to see Corn at T-Mobile. Karen, what was your impression of T-Mobile? Well, so I've been there before. Oh, okay. So you have to remember, I've, I've been to a Knights game um, there before once. I mean, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. But I, I... Number one, getting into it 
was ridiculous. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I hope that's that's a temporary. Uh, yeah, the lines for the security check, checkpoints were just half an hour, forty minutes. They they literally were all the way out to the street. Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. And the, I mean, so much so at first when we walked up because they had like these beard, like these big trailers that were uh, you know selling alcohol and drinks and stuff like that and I'm like well why the heck would you do that well the reason is once you get your drink you had plenty of time to stand in line before you could get through security right. to get in <laughs> and sure. actually we we just got in in time to see corn which was the opening act that we wanted to see yeah and there were still plenty of people waiting outside trying to get in right so and that was like when they said the show was going to start, it didn't even start on time because it was supposed to start at 7.30 and they came on about 8 and there were still people trying to get in. So that was crazy. The lines for beverages were ridiculous. I mean, so much yeah. so that we didn't even get any. Yeah. And they give you... So even if you wanted a water, they dumped it out and gave it to you in a plastic cup without a lid on it. Yeah. Yeah, I hate when they do that, but people fucking throw those bottles. Well, they were oh throwing the God. cups. I don't yeah, know if you watched that during too, during yeah. the concert. All of a sudden, you'd see this cup in the mosh pit. You'd just see this cup come flying through the, the crowd. So it wasn't like, you know, it was a unique thing. Um, the, you know, the concert was great. The sound was awesome. We were, uh, we actually got to go through, was it like the Jack Daniels yeah. club of some kind yeah, jack daniels lounge or something yeah i'm and sorry you've got my attention tell me more <laughs> <laughs> jack daniels paid a sponsorship to put a lounge area in their name but it, i mean it was actually kind of cool so when you got to our section you walked through this instead of it being seating right away it was like an open lounge area and they had a separate bar and right. they had a couple tv screens and stuff and then we walked down to our seats which were would have been right up against the glass if it were a hockey game for anybody that's paying attention so the seats were great. The show was great. The sound was, was awesome. Uh, and getting out of it was, was very easy. Easier than I thought it was going to be. So getting to it for parking was a nightmare. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was cool. It was fun. What did you think? Uh, I, I liked it. I mean, ultimately, it's in arena. I mean, there's only so much they can, they can do with an arena <laughs> right. for a concert. But uh, I enjoyed uh, our, our, our seats. We got, like, right up front, like Karen was saying. Uh, it was pretty cool. Then, then we ended up uh, ended up going to the Coliseum two days later to see Jeff Dunham. We had a busy weekend. <laughs> this is only the second time that we've been in the Coliseum. The time before that was for Elton John. Right. So, what did you think of the stage setup for? Uh... I, it was it was great. I mean, so again, if you're going to see, um, you know, Jeff Dunham, he's a ventriloquist. So part of the thing about seeing a ventriloquist is actually being able to see him up close and personal in what he's doing. You know what I kept what I kept doing? I couldn't help but oh, I was watching, watching the screen. it on the screen. Yeah. And I'm like, stop it. Look at him. Yeah. Look at the actual I mean, person. We were close enough that we could see him. We could right. see his facial expressions. But again, there was a screen like right above his head. So, I mean, his show, they know. So there's, you know, two big screens, one on each side and a big one like right overhead of him. Mm. And, a, you know, but the, no, the Coliseum and somebody asked on Twitter, you know, were they spacing you out? And, oh, and right. the answer is no. They, no. I mean, they, they were filling every seat like they would if it were any other show, any other concert. So, mm. and actually, once you sat down, pretty much everybody took their masks off. Yeah. And they, uh, and even at the the corn concert, it was the same thing. If we were sitting down, we had the masks off, and security was literally walking right, right in front of us and never said a word. Right. So, uh, although I think they're aware of the whole mob mentality, like you can't, 
Right. You can't. Even though T-Mobile and even walking in through security, their announcements were, you know, you had to wear a mask inside. And the same thing with the, the show at the Coliseum. Like they, as soon as the lights went down, they're like, shoop, mask yeah, off. Fuck they you. Come <laughs> off. They're like, yeah, do something. Make me do it. <laughs> so... No, I like I like the Coliseum. It's probably my favorite thing about Caesar's Palace is the Coliseum. <laughs> right. <laughs> easy to get in, easy to get out. Then we've got some listener feedback. So, uh, Karen, it looks like we've got an email from our great friend of the show, Mr. Jim Stark. We do. Jim writes, good day, 360 years. A few episodes ago, Tony stated, I could see myself staying downtown and visiting this trip. Well, dear friend, we beat you to it. Since we last spoke, we've been to Vegas twice more, both times staying at the Plaza, making it three stays there. And a total of seven trips for the year to date. Well, that's oh, pretty shit. good. Good for him. Yeah. That's awesome. You're killing it. Jeez, oh, Pete, that's, you're averaging like once every six weeks. That's awesome. Dude, you know how to live the dream. No <laughs> the initial trip back to the Plaza was purely a bucket list for me as I attended the Oscar Goodman dinner where he spoke uh, of Frank Rosenthal nice. with the bonus of having Jeff Silver of the Gaming Control Board there. Oh, that is so, so cool. That That is on my bucket list, you two. Just so you know, there's going to come a time and date where I'm just going to randomly text you and say, bought four tickets to go to this. You better save your this date because I already paid for your seat, so you just got to show up. But I can't <laughs> wait to do this. Yeah. This is particularly because, and I don't mean this to be morbid, but our beloved uh, Oscar Goodman is not going to live forever or no. frankly isn't even going to have health enough forever to be able to do these things. Right. Right. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Right. So thank you, Jim. This is already a giant motivating kick in the pants. <laughs> Jim continues. The latest trip was a three night, four day stay at the Plaza that solidified our transition to downtown. This time, a luxe room in the North tower facing West looking at the Valley much quieter on this side for those who don't want the uns uns of Fremont. <laughs> For, for us, just a change of scenery because we're normally up past two anyway, over to 8 East for lunch. We walk to Container Park and back, stopping at Elko just because, well, it's Elko. Nice. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Dinner at the bar at Oscars, still the best happy hour offering I've found in all of Vegas. Down to the FS, FSE, back to the plaza, and lost my ass at the machines. Uh, that's too bad. Day two. My wife, who is the determining factor on where we stay, declared this plate's this place suits me and I love it. That's it, folks. That's how fast the, pa the plaza became our new home <laughs> after 30 plus years of staying on the strip. The plan then became simple to seek out and enjoy all these, quote, local places I read and hear about. First, a quick trip to the strip, parked at Caesars, played a little and won, and thought, okay, if this is it for staying on the strip, let's go. Walked over to Cromwell. I got instructions on how to convert points to play and did so. Used the free play to take back all our losses and doubled up our bankroll for the trip. Nice. Sorry, wow. El, El Dorado. Too little, too late. <laughs> Cashed all my points to zero. Been diamond for over 10 years. Nice. Drove up Main Street on a perfect October day. Parked the car and just started walking. Shop after shop. Thrift store, antique store. Just cool as hell. The arts district is an entire day by itself. It is fun to walk. If you're if you're looking to walk and just meander and yeah. look at shit, the arts district is so much yeah, fun. I agree. If you've not seen it, you're missing out. Our favorite was the clocks painted on the side of a building. The detail was stunning. Ended up at Yoromi Sushi, which was awesome. I highly recommend the Plaza Roll and the Yoso. <laughs> 
you so selfish roll. Two two drinks, two starters, four rolls, plus tip, 88 bucks. Nice. Wow, four rolls for two people. That's pretty good. Yeah. You kidding me? Two drinks, two starters, and four rolls? Yeah. That's... That's uh, listen. If I can also just real quick put a plug in for the arts district. I'd never been there. Mark and Karen said, "Listen, you guys should really give this place a try." This was the the, the February trip in particular, where right. where my wife and I just said, "Guys, take us off the strip and off Fremont. Let's go do something different." You guys, you guys literally chimed in with, "We got to go do the arts district. That's where we hit up um, Velveteen Rabbit." Yep, and and had a wonderful meal. It, oh, yes, I, I concur. Oh. I concur, Jim. This is this is absolutely well worth anybody's time to. Um, forgive my ignorance, kids. Since you guys drove us, you were our own Ubers. Do you <laughs> think this is a place that for folks who are staying on Fremont could walk to, or is this also a a, a place? you would want to Uber you walk to. to it, but you, you'd have to hike. You could walk okay. to it. Um, you'd want to walk during the day. You definitely okay. would not want to walk at night. I mean, because okay. there's, there's a, a little patch sort of in the middle between Fremont and the Arts District that gets a little rough. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's it would be a short, quick Uber from downtown. Yeah. All right. All right. By the way, the shellfish roll is lobster inside out with truffle. Oh, wow. Okay. Should have finished that sentence. Back oh, to, yeah, right. <laughs> back to the room in FSE, walked all around, then got entertained by two 80s cover bands until 2 a.m. Played, lost one, and just had a damn blast. You know what? Let me let me interrupt real quick. You know what I'm surprised there isn't yet on, Fremont, on the Fremont Street Experience? Video poker at the bars. I would love oh, I to know. sit outside on the Fremont Street Experience, I totally agree. play oh. some video poker, yeah. and listen to these '80s bands. The How is that not a thing yet? Is, I'm, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put that out in the ethers, Queens. yeah, That's and the then take credit one. for it. <laughs> well, if you think about it, and I don't disagree with you, I think that would be fun, especially as a video poker player. But I, if you think about those outdoor bars, they are designed to people to walk up and buy drinks for they're not comping uh, anything there. oh it's a good point good call so you're right yeah if you're if you want to play and get comped you got to go inside they're going to save those outdoor bars for the the drunken yahoos walking up and yeah, down that want to buy the windows. gigantic football beers and whatever else leave it to the cfo to figure out exactly how to best <laughs> maximize <laughs> the dollar of the outside that, three months that doesn't that doesn't uh, take a cfo that's, that's smart. that does it just takes a person to stop for two seconds and think about it <laughs> oh ouch <laughs> all right Fine. he continues day three quick quick trip out to Red Rock again playing my points and again cashing out twice what I put in which is a good run back to main back to main street again leisurely walking around all the craft breweries ended up at Soul Belly barbecue food was good Jesse Ray's is still my number one Soul Belly also had live entertainment we went back to plasma repeat of the plasma. second Oh, you I said plasma. Wow. That's all right. I, I'm trusting you've got a cocktail in hand as we're podcasting. I, I've only had one cocktail so far, and the, the glass is empty, and I switched right. over to plasma, water. Plasma, plasma, so. they're, they're close. I do the same thing with, with Patreon now. I always call it Patreon. <laughs> okay, so they went, then they went back to Plaza. Repeat of the second night live bands and drinks on FSE. Played a bit, lost one, lost, and laughed our asses off. 
That still sounds like a fun night to me. That is a, that is a very good night. We visited every casino downtown, spent time at Main Street Station, the Cal Circa, and again all the way down to Elko and back. We just enjoyed every minute exploring the things that were new to us in a familiar way. Mm, I love it. Day four, we reluctantly bid adieu to the plaza, drove to Ellis Island, and had brunch in the front yard. Then we had the pleasure of driving home in the sandstorm all four hours of it. Oof. Oh, I know when they were here. Yeah. That was crazy. The whole, um, it, it, it was still daylight, but everything had this yellow yeah. haze over. It was the craziest day, and I can't imagine driving home in that. Ugh. <laughs> You might say other cities have an, quote, arts district, and you'd be correct. San Diego does. However, San Diego does not have the Strat to the south or the <laughs> Plaza and Circa to the north within walking distance. No matter how many times you've been to Vegas, there's always something new if you're open to it. P.S. Hey, Karen, take it easy on us Californians. You never know which of them might have a niece that is the general manager of Milos in the Venetian. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Milos was your favorite at the Cosmopolitan, correct? Just saying. <laughs> That's awesome. That was passive aggressive. <laughs> well, He's so great. Well, and I, I'm starting. So I'm starting to think that maybe he doesn't listen to the show because I don't know anybody that would say that Milos was my favorite at the Cosmopolitan. Oh, right. Whoa, I mean, whoa, no, no, whoa. no, 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 Well, I mean, you know, if he's, he's going to shoot a little, I'm going to shoot back. Plus he spelled my name wrong. So I have to take an extra dig on that. <laughs> I um, think that was autocorrect. <laughs> it, it probably, I know it was no, I mean, Milos was great. It, it was, it was wonderful. And, um, I am sad to, to see it go there or go from Cosmo. Cause I think it, it was a good balancing factor of the restaurants there. But I mean, come on, you know, you know, Haleo is my favorite over at Cosmo. <laughs> but thank I you, Jim. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. What are you no, saying? I was just going to say thank you. It's very, you know, and I, I pick on Californians. Uh, granted, and, and I, I must say, I like a lot of the Californians. Yeah. Usually the ones that drive me crazy are the ones I don't know on the roadways. Yeah. That's fair. So That's fair. <laughs> I, I do got to say, I do got to say, wow, hey, me feel English, <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> um, I do want to say, though, Karen, before Haleo potentially closes with this this you know changeover okay kids i would like you to know that tonight's uh podcast is being <laughs> uh fueled by new riff kentucky straight bourbon whiskey this is a recommendation of our great great friend of the show Ta, uh, todd gaddis <laughs> sorry todd it's goddess, he said, goddess if you haven't uh, had an opportunity to pick this up he said pick it up. I think you're really going to dig it. And, and it's been sitting at my bar for months now. And I finally thought I need to break this open, uh, and, 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 and have some, it is delicious, but also thank goodness we're at the end of the podcast. Um, <laughs> what I was trying to say though, before the bourbon so rudely interrupted, if you hear that Haleo is potentially going to suffer any sort of uh, closing because of the MGM purchase of Cosmos, please let me know. Cosmo. Cosmo. The <laughs> Cosmos. Not the Cosmos. We should get out of here. <laughs> and I, That's going to do say, it for episode 380, kids. <laughs> no, I just, I just want to say, I have not heard that Haleo's closing. I just know what MGM has done and is due in the past and I'm nervous about it. Um, and I do want to say, Jim, I'm, I'm We've teasing. We've never seen them do this before. We've never seen MGM do this. The MGM has switched out a bunch of restaurants before. Yeah, now, granted, M MGM them. still see it still has 
the better restaurant selection over Caesars. Yeah. So that's encouraging. But um, and I, I do want to say, Jim, I kid. I think it's it's awesome. If your niece is the general manager at Milos down here, congratulations to her, because that's a that is a, a huge restaurant, a huge brand. Um, and so she's got to be really good at what she does. So that's awesome. I'm simply saying <laughs> I give a lot of shit on this podcast about the Cosmopolitan and it is because of one, one experience, right? Experience, bad experience, right? Years and years and years ago. Um, so I, I have to concede because of our friendship and because of your affinity to this particular casino, I have come around a bit more. I let, let me just say I have, um, my my cold hard, uh, cold <laughs> heart has <laughs> shit. I we should get out of here. Wait, has melted never, to it. I I, I like it a lot more than I did in the past, and I just I concur that it, it is a great place for restaurants. <laughs> trying to let you know that he's hammered. I know, but I just want to say you uh, clarify. You've never been to Haleo, is that right? No, I have not. Correct. Okay, that's correct. I've I've been to what's the steakhouse? STK? No, bizarre. Yeah, yeah. You've been to STK because we did that on a Vegas vacation. Yes. So I've been yes. that. I've been to that one. Okay. I've been to that one. Well, and I also and took you to Bizarre Meat, which is another Jose Andreas restaurant, and you well you were slightly intoxicated with that i remember Um, being there (laughs) your wife loved it so that's a that's a good recommend (laughs) i absolutely want to do that again too Uh, here's the deal we're gonna we being the wife and i we're gonna come out and we're gonna just spend a couple of nights with you guys again and i want to go to all of these eateries sooner rather than later i'm not kidding but seriously let's get tony out of here that's gonna do it for episode number 380 thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. We do that at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, much like our great friend Jim has done, please send that to 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360vegastony. Karen. I am at 360vegascaren. He just told you where you can find me, so till next time. (laughs) 